We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional folks football is back av is in new england and is still in the news for something wild every other day Le'Veon is with the jets obj and jarvis landry have teamed up again in cleveland one thing that hasn't changed though where i'm placing my bets this season my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend my bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book period This year, they are hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000 and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why MyBookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business and for you fantasy guys out there you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game there's up to a thousand first deposit bonus double your first deposit put in a hundred and my bookie will give you an extra hundred to gamble with use promo code chair to activate the offer visit my bookie online today mybookie.ag that's m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e.ag and don't forget to use the promo code chair when creating your account to claim the bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Bet, win, get paid. Fellas, it's time for another Blue Chew ad read. Blue Chew. People love <laughs> Blue Chew, our most popular ad we've ever done. Guys. Just chew it and do it. <laughs> guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go, want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity 
arises. <laughs> if you could benefit from extra function and more confident where confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Ain't No Seats podcast. And now on to the show. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got the Touchdown. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, what's good? Welcome back. Episode 29. Joe Deneen. Shout out Joe Deneen of the Ain't No Seats podcast. Boys, ABB turn. <laughs> There's a rumor going around, and it's that the Jayhawks are coming. How we doing, boys? I'm incredible. Happiest I've been as a KU football fan, and has to be 10 years. I don't know what would have made us happier as KU football fans. Facts. Friday night was stunning. It was one of those games where I woke up Saturday morning, and I was like, I really hope I didn't just dream that. Because that, when you look at that game, that was literally something you would freaking dream. Like We outscored them 41-7. You know, you know when you have those just absurd dreams? Maybe I'm one of those people, but like I constantly dream about KU basketball winning the national championship. Mm-hmm. And like we'll win the national championship, we'll beat North Carolina by like 70 points, and you wake up like, God, why did I believe that happened in my dream? <laughs> That's how the game against Boston College felt. So I'm glad it wasn't a dream. The Hawks looked incredible, and was that the most fun we've had watching a football game? You said probably a decade. I th- I think that was maybe the best KU football game of this decade. Yeah, besides the first four minutes, I feel like we played almost a perfect game. Like, defense was great. <laughs> offense literally couldn't be stopped. After a week ago, we put up seven points, and the offense did whatever they wanted on the road. It like, was- how many times do we play a road game and we just can't? Like, we can't move the ball. Oh, yeah. We just look horrible on offense, like not fluid and can't convert, and we just get blown out, especially, it, like, after playing like we did. Like, yes. those heartbreaking losses, we come back next week and we're just, like, oh, just dead. dead. And that's yeah. what it's been like for since Mangino was gone. Like, if something goes wrong like it did against Coastal Carolina, things just spiral even more out of control more and more and more, and it felt like that was how it was going to happen. That was what was so impressive about Boston College. We came out and we looked bad. Carter had a bad pick. Defense gave up an easy score. Like it was just kind of like what we expected. They're going to run the ball down our throat and we're going to get blown out. And for us to not only, and remember, we said we just wanted to compete. So at halftime, I'm like, hey, we're winning. Competing. Let's do it. And then we just throttled them in the second half. We killed them. Yeah. I mean, they might actually be dead. We, we could kill them. They we did. were. Hey. 
We did whatever we wanted, and it was insane that we responded the way we did after going down 10-0. Yeah, because we would score, and then they would answer right away, and then yep. we would answer. Like, I think we took the lead before half, and then they took the lead, and then we got the ball. Khalil took it to the one-yard line or yeah, something, threw a yeah. slant to parchment, and we had the lead at half. But it was just unreal. I've never seen us play like that. Like, no, yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, and like you said, we just had all our guys that we talked about. We talked about Parchment. We've talked about Puka. We've talked about Khalil. All those guys were super involved doing exactly what we've wanted to see. I, I genuinely do not understand how an offense goes from what we saw against Coastal Carolina to Boston College, but, like, I'm ha- I, I'm pumped that we have a yeah. coach that goes back to the drawing board on Sunday after a loss and says – we got to make some freaking changes. I mean, it's obvious they made insane adjustments. Like, the offense looked completely different. Spread out. They were running that toss play, like, every time, like, the quick pitch to the running back. But And it'll be interesting to see if, like, I know, like, K-State, my K-State friends are out there being like, oh, did you see how bad Boston College defense was? But, like, Boston College beat Virginia Tech. Like, Virginia Tech's better than us. I mean, we don't score 48 on anyone. Yeah. Don't score 48 <laughs> I mean, on FBS. No. 48 points. Or FCS. Like, not a lot of, like, that's really hard to do on the road in a big, t- or a, like, ACC football game. Like like you said, they beat Virginia Tech. They go to a bowl game every year. It's not like they have a bad coach. I would argue that there would be, there might not be another team that goes into Boston College this year and scores 48 points. I mean. I would make that bet. Who do you think will? No, like I'm saying. Oh, like, I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. I agree. Yeah, Maybe like, Clemson. I I Five hundred five hundred sixty-seven yards of offense. That's hard to do against anyone. Khalil Herbert looked like he was playing rookie mode on Madden. It was. He had eight insane. carries for one hundred and eighty yards at one point. He averaged seventeen yards a carry. It just looked in like he kept getting through the line, and he'd make like a fifteen-yard run, and it would look like he's about to get tackled, and he would make just like a casual little move and just get this second burst of speed and just take off. Like, yeah. dude, Khalil Herbert doesn't get a bunch of attention because Puka and, like, you know, Puka's the big brand and he's got the great name and it's just like – but Khalil Herbert is freaking good and has absolutely – like, we love Puka, but he's been better than Puka. Puka's been really good too. Mm-hmm. But, like, Khalil Herbert is absolutely the star of this offense so far. And the fact that Puka hasn't even had a Puka game yet makes Scary. me excited. super excited. Oh, yeah. And I, Need it to happen this Saturday. Like, they're both so good that like, they could kind of, like, take turns each game having a big one. Or they both – I mean, I could see plenty of games where they both have 100 yards rushing. Absolutely. Especially with how much we run the ball. And if Carter's moving the ball, then run game's going to be open. And both of them can score anytime they touch it. Yeah. I uh, I was actually – I saw on Twitter, and I was shocked by this. We only ran a play with them on the field together one time. And that play turned out to be really good. I can't remember what the result was, but it was like a double-digit gain or something. It might have even been a like touchdown run. I can't remember. I didn't read the whole thing. But I would love to see us doing more where we just got Carter in the backfield with Pook on his left, Khalil on his right. Like As a defense, you're looking there like, shit, those are two of the best running backs in the Big 12, and we've got to decide who's getting the ball here. Like I love it. It's so exciting to have playmakers I think we've had playmakers before. We've just really never known how to utilize them. And I was just very excited to see less, you know, coming up with ways to get people involved because that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, how good was Carter? Yeah. That's Down cool. 10-0, four minutes in, we're three touchdown underdogs. It's like we're, I was sitting there thinking we're going to lose by 40, yeah. 30 or 40. Like I had already cashed Boston College minus 20 in my head. Yeah. Yikes. Which, you know, I missed by 40 points. <laughs> I mean, how much credit do you have to give less for sticking with him? Like oh, a lot this of this is 
Oh, this is exactly why I think me and you both on Twitter. I, I know me and you both on Twitter this week were like, kind of like, hey, not ready to let melt down on less yet. Like you still no. got to give him time. But I was even more like, you can't just bail on Carter. Like we've seen this for years and years and years where we just switch quarterbacks. And oh, guess what? It's not the quarterback necessarily. It's the roster. It's the offensive line. It's the fact that we've been making awful play calls like offensively. Like you've got to stick with guys and allow them to get comfortable. And I think yep. I think Carter after that first pick basically went out there and was just like, "All right, I've got nothing to lose now. Like I just need to go sling it cuz at this point like I don't know. You could just tell he kind of had the confidence to go out there and instead of playing like scared to death, I felt like he yep. was just out there just playing. So and he played the throw he had to parchment in the corner of the end zone, not the slant. The slant was good, but like the slant could have also been a disaster. It was scary. He uh, fit it in the window. The one he threw to the corner in parchment was like that was an incredible like throw. Over the shoulder kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, just the first half I think he had two incompletions and one was that pick, which we all know was awful, and then the other one was I think we were inside the ten, he rolled out right and had the tight end in oh, the right yeah. corner and he Fuck. it was just too late. But he had the dude was lowering his shoulder, running D-backs over. He hurdled someone for a first down. Like, he just played tough as hell in the first half. And he was – I don't know the last time a quarterback played that well at Kansas. No. I mean, when he hurdled that guy and then stood up and did that quick little first down sign, I, I was like, this is my quarterback for life. <laughs> 20 for 27, 238, three touchdowns in that early pick. Yeah. After so, that pick, he was as good as I've seen a quarterback perfect, yeah. at KU in 10 years. And Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, less sticking to him. That's how a football coach is supposed to coach. Like, when you pick a quarterback, it's not just a, hey, if he fucks up, we're going to go with another guy. you got to let these guys get comfortable. He's playing with a new coach, a new system. Like, he obviously yeah. – it's and he hasn't – he didn't start a ton of games last year. So, it's like – you knew there was going to be a little bit of kind of like an adjustment period for Carter, and it seems like things started to click. Now, who knows? Boston College probably isn't that good of a defense, but, like, I think Carter is going to go into West Virginia with a ton of confidence. He and, should. Yeah. I mean, he was great. Like you said, he just – other than that pick, after that moment, he was lights out. And, like, I mean, I saw people on, like, NFL Twitter, like a Cowboys writer, beat writer, or something like that, was like, this Carter Stanley guy for Kansas was, like, really impressive. I like him as a prospect. Like, craziness. Can you imagine? <laughs> Going from putting up seven against Coastal to getting drafted by the Cowboys and backing up Dak, <laughs> yeah. like, in one week span. I need it. I love yeah. it. So, And I kind of want to get back to Les. It's like, I totally, we all understand why people were frustrated yeah. after the Coastal Carolina game. Like, it's Coastal, we're a Big 12 team, and... Should definitely score fucking. You would think twenty points on them. Yeah. But it's like you also got to give him props for how many adjustments he made and sticking with the quarterback. Like how many every year we switch quarterbacks. Yeah. Like we never stick with one guy and. And it's the same product normally. He kept the confidence in Carter and Carter. I mean, he loves KU. He talked about transferring, so it's like he wants to show out his senior year. Like this is his last run. He absolutely deserves this. He absolutely deserves to be stuck with after struggling a little bit. But yeah, I mean, obviously coastal Carolina was super frustrating, but let's talk about this real quick. Do you think we beat Boston college? If we somehow beat coast Carolina 13 to 12, I thought about that all night. (laughs) Like if we beat them 13 to 12, 
Yeah, like let's say I think we, so. Let's just say we scored thirteen, and right. meaning we still played like absolute shit. Yeah, I still think that they look in the mirror and they're like, "Yeah, we got to win, but we couldn't move the ball against Coastal. We struggled to move the ball against Indiana State. Let's do something before we play that's these fair, State boys." But that's not that's the way a, I'm trying to look at it. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. But I feel like um, they would have. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, I just think, I think had we. St- not struggled so much against Coastal Carolina, which I know, A.B., you're saying we would have won and recognized that we struggled. But, like, I think that – I think our mindset just completely changed going. Like, I feel like we had confidence going into Coastal Carolina and maybe too much confidence. And then I think we kind of, like, even if you guys watched Miles to Go this week, like oh. Les was like, you guys got to buy in even more. Like, I know you were bought in already, but you got to buy in more. And that is exactly what looked like happened, like – they did not come out and roll over, and I don't want to just bash David Beatty, but what we've seen for years is KU teams losing a bad game, and then it just feels like they roll over the next week. And Snowball done. effect. Yes, yeah. just yeah, like we it were gets down, worse and worse and worse. We're down 10 nothing four minutes in. Yeah, it's like exactly. They responded insanely well. and what I, was like, I feel like Les would have stayed stubborn. He would have been like, well, we're winning games, so let's keep running the same offense. That, that's kind of so how So he could have done that, but also AB could be right too, like, First two games, we didn't really move it. We didn't really score much against teams that aren't better than us. Yeah. So I don't know if he would have stuck with it, but I also think that was definitely a learning lesson and kind of opened Les's eyes. Yeah, we got to – I'm going to spin this as positive as possible and just be like, yep, we'd have lost to Boston College. So either way, we're 2-1. and one. That's the way I'm looking at it. Had we – I think we've talked about this. Before the season, if we were 2-1 and one at this point, we would have all been super freaking happy. Now we did it in a weird way, but yeah. we're still two and two one. And one. Not the and way all we that thought. we care about is getting to somehow. Now it's still crazy, and I'm not going to start talking bowl games. Yeah, we're not but, going four and five in conference. But. but I mean, I'm just saying it's on the table. I Whereas will say the loss last week. It's not on the table. The defense is really fucking good. It's good, and Very that was what good. we were so worried about. Yeah, they scored seven points in the final three quarters, like Boston College did. And then I mean, we obviously they perform well against. Uh, Indiana State and Coastal, which I don't take as much out of, but you go on the road in a primetime game and allow seven points and three quarters of football, like, I don't know, I'm fine relying on the defense and run game and trying to slow Big 12 teams down because Oklahoma's going to try and put up 70 points on you, you know. Yeah. Slow yeah. it down, play different, and I think that's kind of why David Beatty struggled. We tried to play too much like those teams. Yes. They just have better athletes than us, and we lose by 100 points. Exactly. Yeah, that wins. Basically, that's like a program changer. Yeah. Like I mean, recruiting-wise and like and less. it's like, it's... People were, like, saying, like, the Texas game was, like, cooler beating Texas. But, like, this game, like, gives me confidence for the future. That Texas game was just kind of, like, a fluky, like, oh, that, oh, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, that's what but I wanted to say. this game makes say. me feel like we can compete, like, against when other I, uh, Big 12 teams. When I tweeted, was that the best game of the decade? Like, a lot of people weighed in, and a lot were like, yeah, it was. A lot of people were like, no, it was Texas. But, like, the thing about Texas, it was more like a joke. We, right. we played awful against Texas. We looked like shit. They just looked even more shitty. So... I looked at Boston College and I was like, wow, mm. that was a good freaking football team. And I have not watched a Kansas game where I said that since I was in eighth grade. So, or maybe when we started 6-0 and with Reese. Yeah. No, that was eighth grade. So, yeah, I mean, just insane. Insane that we didn't give up a point in the second half. One single point. Can you imagine the Boston College fans? Like, they're pumped. They've beaten Virginia Tech. They're 2-0. KU's coming to town. Easy win Friday night. And then you're just like, 
leaving that stadium like um we just got steamrolled yeah so i like on friday morning i was listening to the fourth and dude podcast shout out armchair it's boston college's podcast oh, kind of like ours can we talk about yeah. can we, before you get into that can we talk about how we body bagged those guys Absolute body those bag. guys come on to us or armchair the network we're on shout out armchair they uh they tweeted you guys want to do a little friendly wager on this game and they were like oh how about the loser has suspended day in kansas Hey, guess what? You lost. Book your flights. Book your freaking flights. Come Stay to a basketball a- game. We'll take you to the field house. Yeah, you cheer for Boston College, bro. Like, you can't – I get the joke to make fun of Kansas, but one, you cheer for Boston College. Two, you can't make that joke and then lose. And not only did you lose, you got absolutely freaking Shit destroyed. pumped, as I would say. I mean, so, they got ruined. Man, did we have a night on Twitter or what? I mean, oh my how God. about – That how? was my best Twitter day of all time because I was going off on K-State fans all day. <laughs> that Brian guy or something, <laughs> yeah. some guy that tweeted like – I don't know. Basically He's still said, tweeting at me. Oh, he was so mad that people. I just simply. He was like, "How about K State on Saturday?" I was like, I like, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, you wasn't very good in the last decade." I wasn't saying KU was good. I'm just stating a fact that K State overhypes himself. That's is all that I'm what got him involved with you? Is when you said they made a decade of dominance. Video. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and then I said some other stuff. And I can't even remember what the Brian guy said, but he said something about Boston College and how badly we were going to lose or something. I can't yeah. remember. No, I went through and a firestorm of replies from K State fans from during the day on Friday that was like, "Oh, you're going to lose tonight, Boston College. Can't wait to watch." I tweeted like five tweets after the game. Yeah. And just called them all out. Like I was being a massive dick, but you just <laughs> have it. those days on Twitter where oh. you're just feeling it and it feels good off the thumbs, and then good things happen later in the um, day, and you just attack. KU it's Twitter. like what the Chiefs should do. The Chiefs are really good. I was having a really good day on Twitter. He's ranting. Yeah. No, I'm ranting. <laughs> I was having a really good day on Twitter. The Chiefs are having a really good season. But you know what? To get over the top, I need something good to happen. Chiefs should go trade for Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Jalen Ramsey is KU beating Boston College. It's, it's then not, we're over the top and I can dunk on people. It's not going to happen. How about saying. Barstool? Boston College's Barstool. <laughs> oh, Literally boy. saying they weren't even worried about us. They're on to Rutgers the next week. Unreal. Can you like, imagine, like, guys, looking ahead to Rutgers? You are Boston College. Like, I get that we suck. Our program sucks. But, like, you are still Boston College. The, so Their ceiling is, like, eight wins probably. It was – I mean, that was just the most Boston College thing ever to, like, for one week. They're like, ha, guess what? We're on to the next game. Like, just, hey. Literally, the best thing about Boston College is the guys being dudes video. Yeah, mm-hmm. their coach, who's now a clown because he <laughs> just got body bagged by Les Miles. So, <laughs> no longer guys being dudes. Kind of weird how people were done with Les after two weeks. Yeah. Come on, guys. At a team that hadn't won more than two games mm-hmm. or three games in t- ten years. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I just I wanna... mean, K-State fans thought Les was the worst coach of all time. I was at the golf course on all Saturday. Time. And I heard a K State fan. Time. I heard a K State fan who, which I thought this was crazy, but a guy said, "Hey, good, good win." Talking about Mississippi State, the win over Mississippi State, and the guy said, "Yeah, might be our last win of the season after last night." Talking about the Hawks, like I don't understand why you'd say that after Mississippi State because you'd feel like you should be feeling pretty good about your program. But it kind of made me think, like, uh oh, the little Wildcats, they got a little fear in them. Are they a little scared now? I can't. I still. I'm standing by my tweet that we beat them by 21. <laughs> I mean, I'd be so shocked. I no, like Les what just does just that where he gets people fired up for rivalry games. I've been saying it. Ryan said it too since the jump. In that game, we might be two and six at that point or whatever. How many games we play by that point? But Les is going to get him fired up. I think it's going to be the same thing as Boston College. I love Les. Give me the Hawks, freak. 52 to seven. <laughs> what if we just compete all year, like? We're in all these games besides, I'm sure OU will probably blow us out, but like, what if no, we just... No, upset alert. 
what if our offense is just fluid the whole year? Like we're putting up 30 points. We're putting up – we're getting stops on defense. Like we blow a team out again. Like what if we blow out West Vaughn this week? Oh, my God. How insane is the fan base going to be going? I mean, we're 3-1 and one going into a team we beat last year. Like obviously different circumstances. TCU seems to be pretty good. But we'll t- whose phone is going off? Turn it off. Oh, boy. It's clearly yours. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yes. You even looked at your phone last time. Hate to see it. Sad. That's on me. I've I never, love yelling at yourself. <laughs> I never have my <laughs> ringer on. But, yeah, no, I, I'm trying to just take it week by week. Let's go play West Virginia. Let's take it slow. Let's just keep having fun. Let's enjoy the process. Yeah. Because melting down, there's just no point to melt down at this point. It's Even if we do, even if things do go pretty well, like we're still a long ways away from what we want. So let's not melt down over a Carter pick. Let's not melt down if Westfall beats us by 20. They very well might. They looked good last weekend, too. Yeah. But really good. I, I just don't want to see us. Pack. I just don't want to see us shit the bed, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want us to come out and score 14 points. And I just want the offense to be consistent, call good plays, play hard on D like they have been. Like, how much fun is it watching Mike and Bryce Tornade and just hit the shit out of people? Like, they play so hard. Mike Lee would. I mean, if I got hit by Mike Lee, or did you tweet this? I don't know. If I got hit by Mike Lee, like, sure I'm never didn't. walking again. Like, he hits so hard. That fumble he forced. Was he insane. Like, you should set something like that up for like a little video content. You taking a hit from Mike Lee? Oh my god! I Carter might be able to hook it up. I would die. <laughs> like I literally remember Do you seeing think that. Mike Lee could tackle AB. Who? Oh, Do you Mike, think Lee? Mike Lee. Could t- oh my god! I mean, he, I would die. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not all kidding. I, whenever there's like always a couple plays while you're watching football where like there's a hit and you're like, God, football. No, football I, is so every dangerous. hit. I just look at them like. Why do you choose to play this sport? Yeah, I mean, Gronk had 58 concussions in his career, so yeah. that's good. Like the Mississippi State quarterback, I'm sure you guys saw him. He was <laughs> yeah. trying to go for the first down, and he like he was 12 feet in the air. That was, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, but every time Mike Lee hits someone, I'm like, I would never play football again, let alone walk. And these dudes get up and line up again. I don't know, man. A.B. would be tough to tackle. He's very agile. But, dude, just imagine He's a tank. Mike yep. Lee doing that lower level. Speed's a little slow, but you know I'm what? I'm totally kidding. I he can, can tackle power. anyone. I can just see A.B. just, like, <laughs> folding like a chair as Mike Lee just no, shoulders No, I'll just penguin dive around him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, how – I've said it already, but it's insane to me we didn't give up a point in the second half. They, Their offensive line's good. They run the ball as well as anyone. And they – I mean, they went we, away from it because we kind of took the lead, but – it's insane. We had like, them. We had them shook. Like I really think they got in that locker room and they were like, "What the? What just we're happened? Lo- we're losing to Kansas." <laughs> yeah, like, when we scored to go up, I was like, "Hold on, we get the ball. Like, there's a real chance we could be up double digits in like 20 minutes right now." Well, I even I never felt like, and this is just what comes with being a KU football fan. Like, I never felt good about us winning that game. <laughs> I was game. nervous the whole time. You guys texted, and I was like, "No, like I I was the opposite. Well, yeah, I just B-turn felt like we were like melting down. Them out. Like it was a one point game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> what was like, I saying? I don't even remember. But like, I I melted down. No, I was just insanely excited. I just. I was like, I'm a KU football fan. Something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's when, hard when to not Mayberry, feel that way. When Mayberry dropped the pick, I was like, oh, the pick in the red zone that literally <laughs> right would have ended chest. the game. I was like, oh, my God, this is this is how it happens. They're going to score, and then we're going to talk on the podcast about how if Mayberry just makes that pick, we win the game. It didn't matter. I mean, we were never in doubt. We just were by far the better football team. <sighs> and I don't know. I just We haven't been able to say that very often. So yeah. It just feels good. It it was good. Puka's great. Khalil's great. Andrew Parchment's great. Puka William, baby. Dalen Charlotte 
had a few good yeah. catches. Like it just, it just makes me think this team has heart, and like you said, less like gets these guys motivated. Any other team down 10-0, four minutes in, they just kind of fold and are nervous and have no confidence and get blown out, but they end up putting up 567 yards and 48 points, and the defense, they can't even move the ball on our defense. Yeah. I, I love- don't want to sound like I'm going to complain <clears throat> about doubling an ACC team up on the road, but I wanted 50 points really bad. <laughs> How many yards does Carter put up if we aren't winning? Like like if it was kind of a shootout and they stayed close and we didn't just keep running the ball? Thousand. I want to brag, big blue. He could have put up at least 300, 350. Yeah, I I kind of – yeah, it would have been interesting to see if Boston College would have at least answered a few of our touchdowns to keep it going. But, you know, I'm I'm totally fine with doubling them up. I'm not going to get picky with how we beat ACC teams. I mean, that play when we kind of fake the short route and throw deep has been working every time. I was about to say that. Right the to offense parchment. looked, like, creative. Dude, and-, and, and, like, Carter was just so patient and, like – and maybe, maybe that's a defensive line thing with Boston College. Maybe our offensive lines i mean they definitely did step up this week but like it was just so crazy how different it was like carter would sit back there compose as hell just step into a throw and it was perfect other than that first one on the drive like the first one on the drive was just like i don't know what happened but other than that like we just looked like a team like it reminded me of like freaking watching the old like oregon teams that oh my just, god i'm just saying i know we're Chip not kelly in oregon i'm not saying we were that like explosive but like you know how you just to watch those teams and it was just big play after big play and they were just so under control that makes sense, yeah. and so composed it was like this just looks like a well-oiled ma- that's what i just kept yeah. saying we're a well-oiled machine i could <laughs> see you just hammered oh, just saying we that. didn't look phased at all to james at johnny's tavern well-oiled machine just johnny's tavern yeah shout I mean, Carter really hasn't thrown that many incomplete passes all year. I know they've been short passes, but... It's either a pick or a completion. (laughs) I think he has, like... I would bet he has less than 20 incompletions, and three of them are picks, which... Les said it in postgame after Coastal Carolina. It was just like, he's just a guy... He's trying to make plays. Like, his mistakes are because he's trying really hard to make plays, and that's a lot better than just, like... Not making plays, I guess. Not, not making trying, plays. Not trying to make plays. Like Eli Manning just like taking sacks all the time. Like R.I.P. to his career, by the way. Yikes. Danny Jones, it's the about starts. time. I like having West Vaughn our first Big 12 game, though. Me too. I feel like it could be our best chance, and it's at home. I wish they, they would have. We owe them one for basketball this year. Yeah. So. Ugh. God, that <laughs> makes me sick. <laughs> Fuck the streak. Remember <laughs> when I was like praying that West Vaughn would cover? And then they ended up going on a 7-0 run to win. I don't know why we didn't give you more <laughs> shit for that. Oh my God. Also, I've got it one. It is bad. <laughs> I know we're going to get the Banana Land moment of the week later. I, I think I have four of them that have just come to mind. I don't even freaking know my Banana Land moment of the week. But, but. I'm pulling up the little uh, the old play-by-play from the game on Freddy. Uh, we scored on six, seven straight possessions. That's what I'm saying. I don't saying. think KU's they ever done that. Uh, I guess Nebraska saying. game probably, but that's seven why, straight possessions. That's why Banana Land moment of the week, me comparing us to Should Oregon. Should we just get into that now? <laughs> no, well, I guess. But, like, we cannot be stopped. It was crazy. It was like, And even as a fan, like after a while, I just kind of sat back and was like, can't wait to score on this possession. Can't wait for Juice to break one for like 35. Chiefs. It was like, well, if Boston College scores, we're going to go right back. Like, yeah. You know what? I was confident yeah, it in was our insane. offense for the yeah. first time in years. It was. I think I've said this before. It was the most fun I've had watching a KU football game in forever. And it has even to like, be 10 years, dude. What other game right. can you think of? I mean, Texas was crazy because it's Texas, but yeah. like we said, it we didn't really play game. It was not a fun game to watch. No, it was boring. Oh, no, it yeah. sure wasn't. No, it was awful. So That I'm, game started off similar, too, though, because Texas scored on the first play of scrimmage. 
It was 7-0. Kind of yeah. similar to what we just did here. But, yeah, you know. I'm thrilled we're 2-1. and one. Like, we can sit here and sulk about Coastal all we want, but we lost, and I still feel like it's a learning lesson. Like, we all expected to go 2-1. and one. I think this way was better. Literally, I think Coastal yeah. was a learning lesson, changed the offense, and then, I mean, we won, we won our first Power 5 road game in over a decade. Yeah, I love that point about this way is almost better because a match – so let's say we – Let's say we beat Indiana State barely. We beat Coastal Carolina by a point because we scored 13 points. And then we get rolled by Boston College, which is kind of how we expected the season to go. We would not be here September 17th excited about a West Virginia game. We'd kind of just be like, yeah, we got our two wins. Good job. But, yeah, you know, we're probably going to lose out. Now I'm like, let's beat West Virginia. Let's beat Texas Tech. How's Texas Tech looked, by the way? Well, their quarterback's hurt now. Yeah. Okay. That's what Mahomes. I thought. He's yeah. <laughs> like, okay. No, I think uh, it's Graham Harrell. Uh, oh man, USC offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's uh, out for weeks. Did they lose to Arizona? This it was a late game on Saturday. Arizona won by a couple tuts. Tutters. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think that was the freest bet in the history. That's of in bets. Lawrence, right? Yes. I'm not trying to get Homecoming crazy. Too. I mean, I'm we don't even want to. We're just an amazing road team now, so we yeah. want to play everyone on the road. Yeah. Look yeah. out, Texas and TCU. Yeah, uh, I yeah. But, so I agree with your point. It took me a while to get there, but like winning this, making it two and one this way is way more exciting because we're like way more confidence, it, and it shows like we can beat good teams. Because Boston College is, I mean, they look bad probably, but they're still gonna win. They'll six still probably games. make a bowl. Yeah, yeah. So that's much more exciting than squeaking out two oh, yeah. wins over Indiana State and Coastal Carolina. Obviously I would love to be 3 and 0, but we're just going to stick with the spin zone of we would have lost because we were not ready to make adjustments for Boston yeah. College. Yeah. And say Boston College defense isn't good all you want, but we had what 31 points in the first two games combined against Indiana State and Coastal. Like yeah. us we're still KU, like putting up 48 points, like I said is impressive against any school in the country. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into Banana Land Moment of the Week? AB's got a list that might take us another hour to get through. Yeah, so I mean, you guys it. look like you don't even have them. I got them. But, uh, I got but I've, I've got a handful. My first one, a uh, little flashback to the pod in basketball season. Uh, we've had him on the pod before, old Cole Pete. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blame Cole. Cole, Cole uh, believe it or not, didn't watch the old KU Boston College game because he was at American <laughs> Royal. And uh, I would like to think that's why we won by 100. I have good news, KU fans. Uh, Cole's going to be at a wedding this Saturday. We'll not be able to watch the game, so Jayhawks take the Hawks plus four. Um, Thank you, Cole. Yeah, my next one, oh, and i got to find the, the headline, but I was oh just scrolling God. through Twitter today, having a great time. Uh, I love Twitter. Everyone does. Refreshing every five <laughs> seconds yeah. for the Ramsey news. Exactly. And I see this retweet from Newsweek, and it's the headline is, Massive Semen Explosion After I Blaze mean. Hits Bull Artificial Insemination Facility and Firefighters Are Forced to Dodge Projectiles. That's one of those things where AB probably sat there and laughed for 20 minutes by himself. An hour. A laughing attack. You know those Snapchats you send us where it's like of the TV and he just videos <laughs> he's and he's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, that's exactly what he did by himself. That's what I was doing. Exactly. Uh, move on. Next one. Banana Land Moment of the Week is you picking that as your Banana Land Moment of the Week. I think those are the only two I have. I can't okay. remember the other two. My Banana Land Moment of the Week is yesterday I get on Twitter. I've been at work, haven't re- really been checking it, and all of a sudden you've got one, Golik and Wingo, their yes. big oh, radio yeah. show. Yep. 1.5 million followers, one of the biggest ESPN radio shows out there. They tweet who won the weekend. You want to know who's in the picture? It's Julio Jones. 
superstar. Lamar Jackson becoming a superstar. Dak Prescott becoming a superstar. Mitch Trubisky. Ugh. But that wasn't Mitch Trubisky. That's the kicker, sir. Oh shit! <laughs> Eddie oh, Pinera. Eddie Pinera, superstar. Sorry, I just saw a Bears guy. Uh, I saw a white guy in a Bears jersey. Saw, Mitch. Yeah, I couldn't remember. The best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. Brian Urlacher. <laughs> okay, and okay, but banana land moment of the week. You have all those NFL superstars, and then it's just a picture of Les Miles included in a 1.5 million followed ESPN show talking about. Less miles and then a bunch of NFL superstars. That's crazy. KU football on September 16th is being talked about on the biggest radio show. But part of that also, Banana Land Moment of the Week, Kirk Herbstreit Damn it. tweets out, was that yours? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, Go ahead. I he, still don't even know what mine's going to be. He tweets out my top performances of week three. One, KU football. This is reminding me of another Banana Land Moment that I have. Go ahead. Oh, you can I, mean, finish that, I mean, that's all I got. We well, are Kirk Herbstreit, one of the biggest talking heads in college football, says we're the team of the week. Hate week. to see K-State number five. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Yeah, you really do. But also, banana lamb over the week, Kirk. Coaches doesn't even have less miles on the top five. He didn't, he didn't want to double down. <laughs> Seems a little weird, but he all right. Double down. Give us your other banana lamb. Uh, my other banana lamb moment was just like, I don't understand <laughs> K-State fans. I just oh, don't. Boy. Because, like, I see all of them like, oh, K-State's ranked now. K-State's ranked. No one looks at the fucking coaches poll, K-State. <laughs> oh, wait. You're they... not going to be ranked on ESPN. Are they only ranked? Yes, the they're not ranked in the AP. When they play on Saturday, it's not going to say number 25, Kansas State. It's wow. going to be a blank Kansas State because they not... stink and they overhype themselves and they always fucking do. I did not realize that. And their Twitter, oh, my God. I love trolling them. I love trolling them. I mean, they, they, they eat it up. Yeah. No, they act like they're a top 25 team. They're like 27th in the AP, so that's fine. They're still good. They've looked impressive, but they're not a ranked team, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit with that. I'm not gonna live with that. Yeah, I mean they. It's banana Lands, Banana Ville, and you are excellent at really getting a rise out of them. Like you oh, can boy. get K State fans angry quick. Yeah, but wow, I'm gonna be. Honest. I mean, if KU fans did that, I feel like they would say the same. Like if we talked about thousand percent, if yeah. we were ranked in the coaches poll, my my new name on Twitter would be number 25 Kansas. <laughs> but I don't care. But they it's would not roast KU. Us. It's not KU. I'm going to be honest. I follow so many K-State fans that my friends that were like retweeting tweets like, the cats are ranked. I had no, no idea they're not. they're not even ranked. That's no, they're not. hilarious. Banana land. No one's looked at the coach's poll since 1901. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beach, I will say. Do you have any bad gambling losses this weekend? No. Okay. Cheap's over. <sighs> Didn't take her. No wow. bets this weekend. Wow. Good job. Um, I will say. Kansas Jayhawks winning their first Power 5 road game in over 10 years. That's ex- that's, that's a great banana. Say, I, I mean, mean, that's just the most basic, perfect banana moment of the week. It had been so long. 567 yards of total offense. Seems <laughs> good. Didn't give up a point in the second half, and Seems. the Hawks scored 48 points. Seems good. I've got another banana lamb moment of the week. Go ahead, I'm just going to keep him going. Just go. So, back on July 26th, I remember this. Uh, I got a text from my friend Riley Kyle. And he says, hey, get on the site right now. Oklahoma is minus 10.5 against UCLA week oh three. My God, this is Hammered it. Not, we max bet it. They opened at 24.5. They won by a billion. Just, you know, that's banana. Banana mode of the week is your bet winning. I don't win a lot. So when I, when I have a big <laughs> okay, winner. You're ruining the bit if you're just going to call your bets banana land. 
and so shows how shitty Braden you are can gambling. talk about about his gambling <laughs> bets, but I can't. Yeah, but it's banana, fine. It's only funny when you lose. I don't care about your wins. My other banana lamb moment of the week is Braden and I are doing a podcast with a combined zero minutes of sleep today. So you guys are so weird. Get a psycho. Get a get a sleeping schedule. I mean, normally I'm fine. Be an adult. I'm just kidding. You guys are. You adults. be an adult, sales guy. I'm an adult. Um. I mean, what else? You want to get in the game? Are we ready for some gambling, uh, Mr. Banana Land? Yeah, Mr. Banana Land. <laughs> Mayor of Bananaville. Change your name on Twitter to Banana Land. Should maybe. I? All right, I'll do it. Um, we'll so we'll start it. in Lawrence at The Booth. Let's the Booth go. is back. The Booth is back. Never Everyone loves The back. Booth. Everyone loves The Booth. KU Football's tweeting it out again in like that fancy black lettering, which we brought to our tweet last mm-hmm. week. Shout out to me. Uh, yep. Um, I would say white lettering because night mode, but um, whatever. Ooh, I never thought how nice that looks with night yeah, mode. Yeah, it looks sexy. Okay. Um, so, KU is a four and a half point underdog uh, against West Virginia. That opened at seven shots straight down. Oh, yeah. Like quickly, like within ten minutes it was down to five. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of money on KU on the sharp end, it looks like. Uh, totals 51. I have no idea what I want to do with this, so I'll send it to you guys first. But oh man, over's my hammer. All right, you start then. You go ahead. What do you got? Over is the hammer for me. Over fifty-one. I Hawks like are a juggernaut. Well, well-oiled machine on offense. I love it. Oregon. Some are saying. I mean, <laughs> literally, like one or two people are saying it. West Vaughn looks really good on offense last week too. I feel like it's going to be thirty-one, twenty-eight, something like that. Who's winning? What what'd you say the spread was again? West Virginia minus four and a half. <laughs> it's tough, dude. It's low. Because that's low. The KU fan of me that's watched them play for ten years just feels like we can't do this two weeks in a row. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they could let us down. Yeah, I mean they've done that a time or two. But the fan in me is gonna take the old Jayhawks. Money line. <laughs> Money line. Shout out to that dude last week that uh, tweeted at us and was like, should I bet oh, yeah, John 20 bucks?" And we told him to bet his friend, what did they do, 10 to 1 odds? Uh, he won, one. Yeah. won 100 bucks. Shout out to that guy. He's money. Uh, and shout out to the guy that owed him 100 bucks. He actually Venmoed him, yeah. so nice guy. Good uh, just great friendship there. I'm going to take us to win the game. All right. I Might love it. Might as well. If we can beat Boston College on the road, we can beat West Vaught at home. Booth right. will have 40K. Oh. I'm going to take the under on 40K, but I do think we're going to get 35-plus. But I hate that you picked us to win because now we all just seem like homers. But, fellas, I got to take us to win. I just do. Les Miles. Listen, we've talked all year. What are the Big 12 games we can win? You don't think Les Miles knows this is one of the few that we can win? He knows if we're going to go get one. It's got to be this one, and I think we are going to be ready. I think we are going to be riding high after last week. I think West Virginia. We're going to be making hats. We're going to be making T-shirts. I think West Virginia kind of stinks. I think they got a new coach. I don't think they're ready for the booth. I think Puka, and this is my main reason for us winning. I picked us to cover last game because I said Puka was going to have a game. I was right. Kind of. We just we we did a lot more than cover. But I'm going to pick us to win this week because Puka Williams Jr is ready to have a massive breakout game, and I can't wait. Hawks, Hawks, in the over, 30, <laughs> 24. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, give me Westfall on the under. Uh, I don't want to be a damper on this parade, but uh, I just, I've seen it too many times, like you said. So, 
I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I was very happy to be wrong last week, so. Oh, I'm very nervous we're going to shit the bed, but offense seems completely different, and I feel like Les figured it out. I just keep, yeah, I just keep thinking We have weapons, man. I don't know what's real. I don't know if last week was real or if the first two weeks were real. It's not the, there's no way our offensive playbook, uh, we need to talk about that. Do we believe the theory at all that we, uh, against Coastal Carolina, kind of like, you know, took it slow with the playbook, didn't bring out all our, out. All our plays because we were like, let's hide him, and then it just backfired on us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like no, Les, yeah. Les was like, let's not run everything so we can save some stuff for Boston College. We'll still find a way to win. It's like and Chiefs then, in the preseason, they don't look great. They're not running their sets, and then all of a sudden they get in the regular season, and there's you know seven receivers yeah, wide open. And like Bill Self does it too. Like we yeah. won't run like our great lob plays and non against Vermont. Yeah, yeah, why would you do that? But this it just kind of backfired on us. So. Let's just believe that theory. Like, our offense is actually electric. We just didn't want to show anyone until week three. Yep. We've got an electric offense and an electric defense. Our defense We is thought crazy. we could skate by Coastal. That's what it was. Yep. We yep. were trying to win 14-12. I'm all about positive spin spin zones. So. All right. Well, um, more gambling? Or yeah. do you got something else to add? More gambling. All right. Well, this is a big one for me, personally. 11 a.m., Madison, Wisconsin. Michigan <laughs> Wolverines coming into town. They're a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Number 10, Michigan against number 14, Wisconsin. How good is Harbaugh in big games? Uh, he's not. He's never so, beat Ohio I know. State. Thanks, oh. man. Yeah, hadn't heard that one before. Oh, That's a, B, the Michigan exactly what my point was. Square liking Michigan. It's Wisconsin. That miss, Wisconsin looked good. Wisconsin's going to win that game. Probably Wisconsin by 10. won their first two games like 110 to nothing. Yeah, that's that's just not Wisconsin. I will take Michigan. Wisconsin's just boring. It'll be a close game. If they win, it'll be less than a, or it'll be a field goal or less. That's what I'm thinking. Three and I, I love the hook. The I'll half take Michigan. Is yeah. Huge in that game. Army. Massive. Yeah, but Army is just like they're good too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They were like kind of almost ranked. They should have been like Harbaugh in big games. I don't like him in big games. It's in Madison. I think Wisconsin's going to beat them. Jump around. Well, gonna, they could beat them. I'm three and a half is nice. I'm, yeah. th- I'm thinking like 27-24. I'll buy a half. Down to three? <laughs> buy a half. Remember when I tried to do that for the Chiefs playoff last year? And you guys like <laughs> left my kitchen before the studio? <laughs> Anyways, uh, big one Friday night, Pac-12 after dark. Uh, Utah, the old Utes. I love the Utes. They're minus three and a half at USC. Give me Utah. I'm going to hammer Utah that game. Yeah. USC is not that good. Overrated like always. Utah. Will you say the line again? I wasn't listening. Utah minus three and a half at USC. Friday night. Uh, <laughs> I feel like USC always has a big Friday night win every year. I just, I'm still convinced you, like, every time I see USC, I'm like, oh. oh Reggie Bush is coming out Reggie of the tunnel. Bush, yeah, Matt Pete Carroll, like, awesome. Pete Carroll, like, they're good. I'll take USC. Yeah. I'll never bet against USC. Okay. Um, I also love this one. Auburn at Texas A&M. A&M is minus four. I love A&M in this game. I love, love Auburn. I love Auburn. I need to quit taking, love I need to quit taking road dogs, but I'm taking Auburn. Love a After game. watching their quarterback against Clemson, I hate A&M. Yeah. I mean, and but, it, God, true frauds. freshman quarterback oh, going on the road to a tough place to play. The that environment's crazy. Man, I love a and I love a and I love – I want to hammer that too. <laughs> I love a and I'll just take and Auburn. And I'm going to rub it in Ryan's face all night long on Twitter if, if A&M covers. I will take – And he's going to rub my – Gus yeah. Miles on – and the Auburn Tigers. You love Auburn. No. Your boys. Oh, yeah. You were you used to be an Auburn fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the Banana Land line of the week. Uh, Notre Dame at Georgia. Georgia's a 14-point favorite. Notre Dame's number six in the country. <laughs> That's crazy. I kind of like Georgia. 
That line just stinks. They're trying to get you that's to take insane. Notre Dame, and I love Georgia. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. That's a trap to get everyone to be like, Notre Dame. Number kind of like USC. It's like, Notre, I mean, Notre yeah. Dame's great. Well, like last year with uh, when Alabama went to LSU, and they were like a 20-point favorite. And yeah. they I haven't really billion. seen Notre Dame play much. Besides so that first half right. against Louisville. They scored 100 points last week. I'll take Georgia. I can just see this being like a big it's, night where everyone on Twitter makes fun of Notre Dame. and I don't know. Fingers just, crossed. You know how that it's goes. at Georgia? Yeah. 14? Mm-hmm. I'll take the Fighting Irish. Oh. We good. can't all three pick the yeah, same thing. Agree, yeah, but yeah. Last one, the old Churfs. They are a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Ravens in the home <sighs> opener. I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> I don't one. either. Dude, I'll Lamar's, tell you this much. If we win this game, we don't lose until New England, I don't think. Lamar hasn't – he's lost one game in his NFL. He's like 7-1 and one or 8-1. and one. To us. One loss was to us. He's good. And they should have won that game. But I can see us winning by a touchdown. That's the thing. Like, I we're going to win. Pro- it's uh, Dude, I uh, like the – I hate to get into the Chiefs, but, like, the energy around Chiefs Kingdom has been just insane this year. And, like, it's our first home game. I know. Of the year. Did you see what they're doing Since, to the field? Yeah, the yeah. throwback <laughs> shit. Yellow end zones. <laughs> first, Rex Hudler. First Rex. home game. Since the AFC title game, like, it's going to be, like, and the Ravens are no joke, so it's going to be even more hype because of better teams in town. I feel like Arrowhead's going to be so loud, dude. I agree. I think it's going to be insane. People, like you said, haven't been there since the AFC title game. Pat's looking like the greatest football player of all time. Did you see that guy, Ryan uh, Clark on ESPN, say that Patrick Mahomes is the best football player of all time right now? He's tw- Whatever that literally means, turned twenty four today. It was a hilarious line. Twenty four like, years old. I kind of see what he's saying. Like if you just take what Patrick Mahomes is doing right in this instance, he might be the best freaking quarterback of all time. But I'll take the Chiefs. Happy minus birthday, six and a Pat. Half. Yeah. Happy birthday, you. Happy Love birthday, Udoka. Yes, facts. Doka, Thanks for fella. coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take Chiefs too. Why not? We'll win by a touchdown, thirty-one twenty-four. I'll take um thirty-eight twenty-one. I think the Ravens. Whoa. Are just kidding. I, but I still have cons. I don't know. I'm not gonna say it. I don't know. Is the Chiefs' defense good? Question mark. Didn't give up a point for three quarters. Kind of yeah. like KU. Mm, no, I don't think their defense is good. But if they get Jalen Ramsey, their defense is good. God. There's never been more of a lock than Chiefs Patriots AC title, right? Yeah, I mean, we keep talking about we it. We talk about like, this in the group chat. Who's the other team? Ravens. Yeah, but they're I like- sleeper. I just I couldn't see Lamar coming into Arrowhead or. Gillette on division weekend and beating it's just one so of them. weird that he's playing this good remember their playoff game last year like he literally couldn't complete a pass well, they're about to put Flacco in that yeah. game he was so bad and now he looks like freaking Joe Montana Joe Montana <laughs> quarterback I said Joe Montana <laughs> okay. but I don't know I mean like Houston maybe I guess but they yeah, kind of no, look like no, shit they're so gross they're just boring yeah um, Deshaun's Deshaun's good <laughs> so who are you taking I don't know uh, I guess Ravens. Uh, thirty-one twenty-seven to win. No, the no, game? Chiefs. Oh. Chiefs win. Ravens cover. <laughs> okay, it's like wow. I mean, I think it's gonna be high scoring. I think the over/under opened up at like it's fifty-four and a half right yeah. now. All right, answer me this: What's the bigger meltdown? KU losing to Coastal Carolina. Chiefs losing to the, the Ravens. Chiefs losing the Chiefs Ravens. Losing I agree. Thousands Chiefs. If KU loses, them. it's just like a no, like oh, KU lost the Big Twelve game. Why would wow. Chiefs fans no, no, no. Meltdown. I'm saying, I'm saying KU losing Coastal Carolina. That was a pretty oh. big meltdown. Okay. Why would, why would Chiefs fans melt down about because this loss? Because that's what Kansas City fans do, And dude. because the Patriots are going to go 16-0. and 0 and I understand melting because when we were down 10-0 to exactly. the Raiders, I was that's like, I was we're going to melt down, but they suck. P- 
people Ravens started are a great melting team. down. I just think uh, it obviously depends on how you lose, but like no matter how you lose, if you get blown out, you melt down. If you lose in a close game, somebody's getting blamed for why you lost that close game. I just I don't know. I just Plus, thought it was an interesting question. Home games, like you just gotta win your home games. Yeah, it's gotta I mean, be if, the coastal if, game, dude. That was the be, second and, game of his. Yeah, but like if you're gonna be the one seed, you're battling. Clearly, the Patriots could potentially go sixteen zero. Like you can't afford to lose home games at all. No, so, we gotta go eight zero. So I just I thought it was an interesting question. Seven and one. We're gonna go fifteen and one and get the two seed. I can't wait. (laughs) Gonna be brutal. I mean, not to be this guy, but I'm pretty positive. I feel like the Pats are gonna get the one seed. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I don't know who they're losing. Winning in Gillette, that game's gonna be big for seeding. They've given up six points, including the Super Bowl in their last three games. The Super Bowl plus first two weeks. They've given up six points. They're they're scary. They played some Delberts, defense, though. So. Had their defensive fantasy, and I know Scored no one billion. cares, but they got me 35 points. My best player. I'm going to franchise them. <laughs> I started Demarcus Robinson and, and Pat Mahomes, that double dutch. My sources told me they play against Luke Falk at home, the <laughs> old New York Jets this there weekend. Are two NFL teams that are 20-plus point favorites this week. I saw it was like the first time since like the 80s that that's happened. <laughs> Who wins, Dolphins or Alabama? Just KU. We're not getting into that. But, um, yeah, the Dolphins stink. Really bad. Very bad. Stinky, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me talk to the fans real quick. All right. Here we go. Uh-oh. Kansas Jayhawks football fans. The booth. Les Miles, on a, on a short week, six days after we scored seven points against an FCS team, made insane adjustments, stuck with a quarterback, we went into Boston College, almost 600 yards, 48 points. Facts. First Power 5 road game in 10 years. True. Best coach we've ever had. I don't care. Well, and at least in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. New era. Yes. Hawks play at 3.30 at the booth Saturday. If you're in Lawrence, you're a student, there's literally not one excuse to not go to the game. Nope. Not a single one. You get hammered Friday night. That's cool. Roll your ass out of bed at noon. Literally, one. you get to sleep off your hangover. That go, never happens. Go Normally into you the booth. Just wake up and keep drinking. Go into the booth and drink. Yeah. I'll buy you a drink if yeah. that's legal. All right, T Pain. And then go back out in Lawrence after we win. Go to the game. Yes. Support this new era. KU football is going to start competing. This is our one chance to beat a Big 12 team. Not one chance, but our best chance. Best chance. First Big 12 game in the less era. We can improve to three and one for the first time since 1922. Yep. Just please go to the game. Please support. If we start getting blown out, hate saying this, but you can always leave. <laughs> yeah. Just go. Tailgating's fun. Like if you haven't stopped by our tailgate, we've got AB penguin diving all over the place. We got flip cup going. It's just a fun time. Just come. I know it sounds like oh, I don't want to drive two hours. I don't want to drive an hour to go to the game. You're talking to students now. I'm talking to the people that aren't students. Get your family, buy tickets. They're $15. Don't be cheap. Buy the tickets. Get to the game. If you're, I said it last time. I'm going to say it again. If your kid plays a sport in the fall, make them quit. <laughs> if they play fall softball or fall baseball, they probably don't enjoy it anyways. That season ended in the summer. Make them quit. If they play soccer, make them quit regardless because that sport stinks. So, What if they play football? They can skip a game for the booth. The coach will understand. It's the last miles era. Just just get to the game. Let's get 40,000. I know that's probably very unlikely. It's tough to do. That would be. I think it's more likely because I think West Vaughn brings fans, no? 
That's true. Yeah, that, we could. That was where I messed up. When I was looking at the Beatty era, I was like, okay, we had 30 in his debut, and then we got a 7,000 spike against Memphis. But Memphis, Memphis brought, brought some a dudes. ton of fans. Yeah. So Westfall will definitely bring fans, which Indiana State and Coast Carolina didn't do. So 40 is maybe in play, but I'm thinking more 35 to 37. Hawks offense is back. Imagine 40,000 people waving the weed again. Dude, did you see Parchment waving the weed after his touchdown? I love that guy. Just He's gets dope. it. Gets it. You imagine what? a full memorial, like whenever that day comes, and our offense scores forty-eight points, and everyone's hammered, waving the wheat. <laughs> I like that Nebraska game in 07 when we oh, scored yeah. seventy-six. Alcohol. I don't. What would we do if we scored seventy-six in a game? Alcohol's got to bring some more people in too. You would think, like, if we get competitive, man. If we beat West Vaugh, I'm not saying the crowd's going to be big, but for that next home game. How many people do you think we have? Well, depending on what we went and did against TCU. But now, yeah, I mean, we're just getting ahead of ourselves. But one week at a time, boys. The excitement after the West Virginia game would be the most since the Orange Bowl. I want to see, yeah, I want to see what Lawrence looks like if we win that game on Saturday. I know. So come to Lawrence. You don't have, you should come to the booth, but if you don't, you have to. And the Hawks win, go out, meet up with us. Tell the people where the tailgate is. Yep. You guys can always come by. We'd right love to see you. under the rock chalk sign by the student entrance. Come by. It's a great time. It'll be fun. I promise. Let's win a football game. Yep. Let's three help and, improve the team to three and one. win a football game. Recruits might be there. Let's, let's impress the recruits. Let's pretend to be a football school. Late nights, what, 15 days away? Let's forget about that. We're focused on football. That's folks. right, because we can't cheer for two sports oh, at once. Oh, God, he's all fired up. You know, it's State impossible fans. to cheer for two things at once, boys. You can't cheer for the Chiefs and the Kansas Jayhawks because I knew when two I different t- teams. I knew when I tweeted that from our account we were going to get shit. But oh, who I don't gives care. a damn? I'm very okay with being excited for our basketball program as they're a national title contender. Yeah, But gives I'll a say shit. this. It's still it is football season. We still if we're gonna care about basketball, you also got to care about. Hey, it's football. It's not like we're not caring yeah. about football. Yep. Hawks are coming off the best performance in ten years. Yep, got a lot of momentum. We got Come the best the running booth. back duo in the Big Twelve. I don't think that can be disputed in the country. In the country. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, get there. That's all we got this episode. I don't yep. know what more. I mean, all we could do this week is just freaking. Come say, come at least excited. tailgate with us on Saturday. Come say what's up. How hilarious is it? From last episode to this episode, complete opposites. Last episode, we were melting down, 1-11. Now we're like, uh, can we make a bowl game? We can win five. <laughs> I know. We're going to so, beat West Vaugh, Tech, Tech, and K-State. K-State and Baylor. Yes. Need it. Maybe I'm TCU. In. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, how... Are we going 11-1? and one? How mad are we going to be on Twitter when we win five games? This is a crazy take. <laughs> I, this just hit me because you said a couple things. If we beat West Vaugh... We beat TCU. We're four and one. OU comes to Lawrence. It's college game day. Going to the booth. One of my OU buddies said that in Pitt this weekend. No, it's more likely we get it for K State. I think if K State's on, but OU's we, top five. Oh, is OU after the TCU game? OU's right after TCU. Dude, we would I don't. Be, we would be hot. In the streets. We, five and zero versus four and one. How much has our mentalities changed from one I know, game? It's stupid. We need to settle down. <laughs> we need to end this episode. I know, but if we win I, these next two, I don't even care. Like OU could blow us out. Like, just the hype going into that game, like, thinking, what if we beat Oklahoma? College game day coming to Lawrence. We sound Kansas psycho, but... Mo- it's happening in the next two years. Like, even we're 4-1 and one at home. Including this year? Well, maybe three years. Okay. They, I mean, they love less miles. We're getting a game day. Yeah. Dude, if we're 4-1 and one going to that game, I don't even care. 
we're all going to be there tailgating and having a great day regardless. That would be so much fucking fun. Yes. I mean, let's just beat Westfall. Let's end this episode. Three and one. Start, before we start planning yeah, our We're going to talk our way into ten and two. <laughs> hey, playoffs. We just need a couple teams to lose. Out of the question. How do you think we match up versus Clemson? Um, but, no. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, the Hawks are back. The Jayhawks are coming. Hashtag pack the booth. Um, fill it. The fill booth. the booth. Pack the booth. Get there. That's all we got. As always, thank you for listening. Give us a follow on Twitter at Ain't No Seats Pod. That's all we got. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. That was fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.